The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Your host is Chad Austin. There's no time to get yourself into shape. Like right now, you'll learn how to overcome the day-to-day excuses and start working on the rest of your life. The results will come as you go and will just keep getting better and better. Now, here's your host and motivator, Chad Austin. What's up, everybody? I'm Chad Austin. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. If this is your first time listening to one of my shows... This show is about helping you overcome obstacles so you can make fitness a priority and reach your goals. I have a personal story I'm going to share with you of some big big obstacles I overcame myself this weekend. But first, let me ask you a question. If you had the opportunity to have a wish granted by a genie, would you do it? In a story I recently heard, a psychology professor asked his students this very question. And almost all of them immediately said, yes, yes, I would love to have a wish granted by a genie as I'm sure most of you did just now when you heard me ask the question. But after getting some time to think about it and debate about it, they all slowly began to change their minds. The students began to doubt that having everything they wanted given to them, instead of them having to struggle and go through some adversity to get it themselves, they doubted that they would have the same satisfaction and gratification. Reaching a mountain peak is exhilarating in large part because of the climb to get there. If you were just airlifted to the top, Do you really think the moment would still feel as rewarding? I doubt it. The reward you get when you achieve your goal is due to the struggle and what you had to go through to accomplish it. The bigger the struggle, the bigger the reward. On Saturday, I completed my first Tough Mudder. I was lucky enough to join an awesome group of people from my hometown of Burlington, Kansas on Team Mudder for Maddie. I will remember this event not only for being very physically and mentally demanding, but also for being an extremely rewarding experience. I thought it was so cool yesterday, just one day after the event, that all day long we were able to read everyone's Facebook posts and about the Tough Mudder. They were sharing photos and talking about our battle wounds and how sore we all are the, the day after the race, and most of all, how proud we all were of each other for finishing it. Finishing the Tough Mudder is a very rewarding accomplishment, but it's only so rewarding because it is so challenging. If this was just a 5K we did together or an hour-long boot camp workout, we wouldn't feel near the sense of accomplishment. The more challenging something is, the more gratifying it is when you accomplish it. Tough Mudder is said by many to be the toughest event on the planet. And now that I've done one, I'm not going to argue with that. The Mudder we did was approximately 11 miles long with 18 obstacles. We were pushed to the limit and forced to overcome mud, fire, ice, electricity. Some of our obstacles included climbing over 12-foot tall walls, jumping into ice water, crawling through underground mud tunnels and over mud piles, jumping, jumping off a high plank into some deep water, crawling through a cave trying to avoid being shocked by 10,000 volts of electricity, carrying tires, and even carrying each other. 
It was a challenging day, and I had a lot of fun. On the Tough Mudder website, it says, Tough Mudder is more than an event. It's a way of thinking. By running a Tough Mudder challenge, you'll unlock a true sense of accomplishment. Have a great time and discover a camaraderie with your fellow participants that is an experience that's all too rare these days. And that says it all. Our team included about 25 people of all different ages and all different fitness levels. Everyone on the team had different challenges and fears that they had to overcome in order to earn the title of Tough Mudder. Some of them had to overcome a fear of heights. There was an obstacle called Walk the Plank where we had to jump off this high tower into some really deep water. Many of us, our op- biggest fear was the ice water. There's an, there was an obstacle that is the most popular obstacle for Tough Mudder called the Arctic Enema, where you actually have to jump into a pool of ice water and completely submerge yourself so you can go under this post and get to the other side. Some people's fear was swimming. There are a few people on my team that actually had to learn how to swim so they could finish their first Tough Mudder. For me, a lot of the obstacles are challenging, but always my first hurdle when it comes to something like this, is to overcome my social anxiety and my shyness. I mention this just because this is an excuse that I hear a lot of people use a lot. And it, keeps us from, it can keep us from experiencing a lot of things like this. The excuse of, I don't want to go alone, or I don't want to go by myself. I used to use this all the time, and once I stopped using it, I started experiencing a lot more rewards. This last weekend alone, I've, these last two weekends alone, I've had to overcome this a lot. Two weekends ago, I went to Dallas by myself to go to Sean Intervention. And this last weekend, I went to Topeka to go to the Tough Mudder. These are two events that I will have a lot of great memories for for a long time. And I wouldn't have experienced it if I didn't first overcome that fear. On top of overcoming fears, many members on my team lost a lot of weight and greatly increased their conditioning just to be able to prepare for the Tough Mudder. And on that note of overcoming obstacles, I want to share this story that I found the other day. About, it's a story about a butterfly coming, being born. A man found a cocoon of a butterfly. One day, a small opening appeared. He sat and watched the butterfly for several hours as it struggled to squeeze its body through the tiny hole. Then it stopped as if it couldn't go any further. So the man decided to help the butterfly. He took a pair of scissors and snipped off the remaining bits of the cocoon. The butterfly emerged easily but it had a swollen body and shriveled legs. The man continued to watch it, expecting that at any minute the wings would enlarge and expand enough to support the body. Neither happened. In fact, the butterfly spent the rest of its life crawling around. It was never able to fly. What the man, in his kindness and haste, did not understand, the restricting restricting cocoon and the struggle required by the butterfly to get through the opening was a way of forcing fluid from the body into the wings so that it would be ready for flight once it was achieved. Sometimes struggles are exactly what we need in our lives. Going through life with no obstacles would cripple us. We would not be as strong as we could have been, and we would never be able to fly. So knowing these two things now, first, that the harder you work, the greater the reward, and second, that the more you struggle, the more you grow, I'm really tempted to do something crazy. I'm tempted to try to compete in the world's toughest mutter. The world's toughest mutter is a race. They tell you this weekend that the mutter, they told us that the mutter we did, it wasn't a race but a challenge. And the idea is to, is to compete as a team, which we all did, and which was a great experience. And the world's toughest mutter, it's a, it's a course is, is similar probably to what we completed in Saturday. The only difference is you compete 
you go through this for 24 hours straight with no break. Imagine people camping outside for 24 hours, just going through the course as many times as they can. The idea is to complete the course as many times as you can. It took our team four to five hours to complete the course Saturday. And at the end of the course, I'm not going to lie, I was was ready to be done. There's no way I could compete in a world's toughest mudder now. I'm still feeling Saturday a lot, and it's been two days now. I'm feeling, definitely feeling the course a lot more than it's feeling me. <laughs> I'm, I may actually be more sore today. The insanity camp that I did this morning was very challenging to do. I was very sore still. So this would take a lot of training to prepare for, a lot. But just imagine the sense of accomplishment that you would get from competing in something like this. And to be eligible... The only criteria is you have to be over 18 and have to be crazy enough to sign up for it. So I'm not going to commit to it yet, but I'm going to keep thinking about it. I'll keep you posted on that. My emphasis for today's show, after that long introduction, is motivation. Finding it, using it, and keeping it. Motivation is the key to your success in any big goal. There's an article I found in the October issue of Success Magazine that I really like and thought really worked for today, I wanted to share it with you. And I shared this article on my Facebook page this morning. If throughout the course, if this is your first show listening, throughout the, all my shows, I want to try to share with you documents and videos as much as I can so you can get the same experience that clients training with me in person would get. So on the right-hand side of my show page, there's a, pay, there's a link that says Chad Austin Fitness Facebook page. You click on that, it'll take you to my Facebook page. On my timeline this morning, I shared a link to an article of Success Magazine. There's also a document on there we're going to talk about later. But the Success Magazine one is what we're going to talk about first. It's called, the article is called The X-Spot. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read part of it now. But I definitely, if you have time, I definitely uh, suggest you reading this later. It's a great read. The X-Spot. Finish strong. Reach any goal faster with this science-based brain trick. There are few better ways to witness the sheer power of human potential than to watch a runner cross the finish line of a marathon. It's incredible to see months and years of training, determination, and self-discipline culminating in one moment of pure achievement. What fascinates me is I have never once seen a runner slow down as he or she is approaching the finish line. Despite their exhaustion, marathoners actually sprint with full force for their remaining energy. How in the world do they do this? When runners are 26.1 miles into, a, into the 26.2-mile race and can finally see the finish line, a special brain event occurs called the X-spot. The brains release a flood of endorphins and other chemicals that give the energy to, that give the energy to accelerate. The X-spot illustrates how forceful goal attainment can be in terms of increased energy and focus. When your brain recognizes the success is not only possible but now probable, the reaction is physically powerful. Similar, similarly, in football, running backs are said to have a nose to the end zone. With the goal line right there, players' brains sanction the release of greater energy rather than reserving it for later. They are then flooded with increased vigor, speed, mental clarity, and toughness. And of course, this phenomenon doesn't occur only in sports. No matter what your goal is, whether it's finishing a marathon, completing a big project at work, or losing 20 pounds, your brain brain behaves the exact same way, what if we could access this increased energy, focus, and drive, not just as we approach the finish line, 
but at any point in the race. Positive psychology research reveals that we can. The brain releases its accelerants, not just when a runner sees the finish line, but as soon as the runner realizes the probability he or she will succeed. By changing over our perception, our distance to the finish line, we can prime our brains to release those chemicals earlier to accelerate our success. So it's a great article. You should definitely take the time to read it later. But it brings up such a good point. I have never been to a race where I've seen people at the end of a race not sprint to the end. It's, I mean, no matter how exhausted you are, when you know the finish line is there and you know you're going to finish, all of a sudden you have more energy. Just think how that would work at the beginning of your goal. If you have a big goal, it, seems some, it feels like sometimes that you're running a marathon and you're never going to make it to the end. But if you can unlock that potential energy to have that extra burst of energy in the beginning of your goal, just think how much faster you would reach the finish line. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some tips of how to keep your motivation high when your goal seems like a marathon. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm Chad Austin. Thank you. We'll be right back. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. 
If you have a question at any point during the show about anything, there's no bad questions. There's no stupid questions when it comes to your health. So don't be afraid to ask anything. You can email me at chataustinfitness at gmail. Before we left our break, we were talking about how much more stressful, how much more successful you'd be if you were able to lock into that energy you get when you see the finish line of your goal. If you're just joining us, I posted a magazine article on my Facebook page this morning. You can get to it by clicking on the Facebook link, Chat Awesome Fitness on Facebook, on the right-hand side of my Be Fit for Life page. The magazine brought up an interesting point about marathon runners. And even though they're clearly exhausted at the end of the race, always find a way to sprint or at least speed up to cross the finish line. Think about it for a second. How many times have you seen a runner speed up to cross the finish line? How did they do that? How do they do that at the very end when they're exhausted? It's simple. Their mindset changed. Once your perception changes from I may finish to I will finish, you are then flooded with endorphins and you get an extra burst of energy. Imagine if you could have this burst earlier in the race, how much faster you'd reach the, reach the finish line, how much faster you could reach your goal. So I came up with a few tips of mine that I use to help my clients keep their energy and performance high. Because whenever you have a big goal, especially a big weight loss goal or whatever it is, it can feel like it's a long marathon sometimes. And you wonder if you'll ever cross the finish line. And so it's important to have tips, have things to keep yourself on a high. And so the first tip is to don't let a bad day break your spirit. Because there will be bad days where some, some weird reason you don't have as much energy or you don't feel as strong, days when you're expecting to lose more weight on the scale than you did, and you're frustrated now because you didn't see the number you wanted, these days will happen. They happen to everybody. Don't let it bring you down or cause you to lose your focus. I, many times I've seen someone get so frustrated, myself included, but we didn't get the results we were expecting, and it just completely ruins the rest of the week. The journey towards your goal is rarely filled with nothing but constant progress. Never, hardly ever are you going to lose the same amount of weight, weight every week. There's going to be ups and downs. Realistically, your journey is going to be two or three steps forward, a little step back. Two or three steps forward, a little step back. If you take a step back and look at the big picture, though, you're going to see you're making constant progress. Things that will help is to not check your weight more than once a week. If you're someone that checks your weight every other day, you're always going to get frustrated because you're going to always see ups and downs. And try to stick, check your weight no more than once a week. If your goal is for strength gain, don't max out every week. You're not going to get stronger every week. You might, but you're not going to see results every week. There's going to be your body just needs time to recover sometimes. Spread your tests out, your gauges out more, and you'll see more results, whether you're trying to get stronger, faster, whatever it is. Spread those tests out. The second tip, keep setting new small goals along the way to your big goal. When you make a big goal at the beginning, like I said, it can seem like a marathon and it may seem, it's when you, it really can be depressing and can bring you down when you know the ending is so far away. Break your goal up into weekly and monthly goals. Like, yeah, well, you can keep your motivation high and keep progressing. And as you keep reaching these small goals, your motivation and your focus will keep increasing and you will still hit your goal faster than normal because this, this motivation is going to keep you high. The third step is to stay positive. I know staying positive is sometimes easier said than done, especially if you are someone that's normally a glasses half empty kind of person. And I don't mean to just put on a fake smile. That's not going to help you out at all. I'm saying changing the way you're, what you're focusing on. 
There is a saying I've heard that is, see the flowers, not the weeds. Let's say that for some reason one week you come in and you don't see the number on the scale that you were expecting. That is a negative. So don't keep focusing on that. And I, you can focus on that and it can ruin your whole day. You can be upset about it for a couple days. And they can mess up your training and you won't stay on track. Find the positives to focus on, like how your clothes fit better, how much more energy you have, the compliments you've been getting from people, the strength and muscle tone you're getting more. Focus on those positives and I'll keep you, your motivation high and keep you going and staying on track towards your goals. We've talked a lot today about overcoming obstacles, but before we move on from that, I want to address one thing, and that is that some obstacles you have to fail at many times before you can finally overcome it. That's what a lot of people at the Tough Mudder learned this weekend. Several obstacles take more than one try. Most success stories include a few, a few failures. It doesn't matter how long it takes to do it. I think it was Jim Rohn who said, failing is not fatal, only giving up is. That's very important, good advice to keep track of for anything. I want to share with you a few examples of people who failed many times before being successful. And this is a lesson that you can do, repeat over and over again, because my YouTube channel has a channel just for this. My YouTube channel, if you go to the right-hand corner of my show page, there's Chad Austin Fitness on YouTube or something like that, it says. But if you click on that, it'll take you to my, to my YouTube channel. I have several playlists, but one of them I want you to look at is the one that says Overcoming Obstacles. This playlist is full of videos I found of people who just have overcome the obstacles uh, and unbeat, unbeatable odds to reach their success. People included in this playlist are Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan failed to make his high school basketball team. He missed over 9,000 shots in his career and lost over 300 games. He was trusted to take the game-winning shot 26 times and missed, and yet he's known as the best basketball player of all time. Oprah Winfrey was fired from her first anchor position. She was shuffled through a lot of lower-level jobs and was about to quit on TV before she got her job as a talk show host, and it changed everything. Kyle Maynard there's a few videos about Kyle on my channel, and he will be a guest on my show in a few weeks. Kyle lost his first 35 wrestling matches, despite being born, and then, and then despite being born with arms that ended at his elbows and legs that ended near his knees, he learned how to become a champion wrestler. He has also set many weightlifting records. He competes in mixed martial arts. He is amazing and an inspiration to anyone that knows his story. He's a motivational speaker and an author of a book, No Excuses, and he'll be on my show in October. There are many great stories about overcoming obstacles on this playlist, so when you have time, definitely take the time, or if you need some motivation someday, to take a look at, it, at the playlist. There's a lot of great stories in there. There is one thing that all these people featured in my playlist, and I've found a lot of videos from. There's one thing that they all have in common, and that they have all failed over and over and over again before they became successful. And all of them will say that failing is what made them successful. So remember, whenever you are faced with a little adversity on your way to your goal, failure is not fatal. Only giving up is. Just keep at it. Eventually, you'll be successful. Failure, failing just brings you one step closer to being successful. Another important trick to reaching your goals is to find your internal motivation. Your internal motivation is what is going to help you get up every, for every early morning run. It is what will help you stay dedicated to your diet when everyone around you is eating unhealthy. 
as well will help you go to the gym and get your workouts in, even when you really don't feel like working out. Making a lifestyle change is not easy, and to continue and make these to continue to make these changes day in and day out, especially in the beginning, is challenging to say the very least. Most people start a new exercise and nutrition plan with the greatest intentions, but because they didn't set the framework for them for their success, most people end up getting off track, and because of this, most people end up falling short of reaching their goals. How does this happen? It happens because when things started to get tough, they couldn't think of a reason good enough to keep going. Much of being motivated comes down to being able to associate a lot of pain with the situation that you're in right now. Because being sick, just basically being sick and tired of being sick and tired. There's a Jim Rohn story. Jim Rohn's on some of my playlists that you'll read when he's a great, one of my favorite motivational speakers. But he talks about a guy in one of his speeches that I'll never forget this part of his speech where he says that a guy that finally got sick and tired of being sick and tired and he took action. He, and what he did was he took a shotgun to his car and he destroyed every tire, put hundreds, hundreds of rounds in it, and he just said, I've driven this ugly, embarrassing thing for the last time. I'm not driving it anymore. And after he blew up his car with a shotgun, he saved his car. And in the, then in the future, after he was success, successful, whenever anyone asks him how he became so rich and powerful, he says, let me show you my car. He just got sick and tired of being sick and tired, and he wanted his current situation to change, and he was going to do something about it. And that's the point you got to get to sometimes. You must be able to associate pain with your current situation, but then you must be able to associate pleasure with the situation you'll be in once you achieve your goals. Once you are able to pinpoint these feelings of pain and pleasure, you'll find it much easier to stick to your program. Why? Because when you'll never forget while you're making the sacrifices that you're making in order to reach your goals. So when the going gets tough, you'll remember why you're doing what you're doing. I say right now, I say right now, we take some steps to make sure that you're set up for long-term success and we identify your internal motivation. There's a worksheet that I shared on my timeline this morning also. It's called Set Yourself Up for Success. So if you didn't hear me earlier, on the right-hand side of my, face, of my show page at Be Fit for Life, there's a, thing, a link that says Chat Austin Fitness on Facebook. Click on it. On my timeline, there should be a document that says Set Yourself Up for Success. Go ahead and click on that and bring it up. There's three important steps we're going to go through. The first thing I want you to do, the first step is just to write down all the pain you associate with your current situation. All the pain. So you're going to get a chance to write this down here in just a second. But examples of your pain could be, could be none of my clothes fit. I have no energy. My blood pressure is higher. I can't sit comfortably in a chair. I feel embarrassed to wear a bathing suit. I can't play with my kids or grandkids without getting winded. I feel like a failure. I've become diabetic. My cholesterol is sky high. My doctor says my risk for heart disease is sky high. My heart disease runs in my family. I can't swing a golf club anymore without pain. My spouse is worried about me. I'm worried my spouse isn't attracted to me anymore. These are some of the questions that obviously bring a lot of pain when you answer them. But this, these are just some examples. So while we're on break, we're about to take another break. I want you to take some time, 
write down all the pain you associate with your current situation, and we'll move on from there when we, when we come back. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listen every week for Mental Health with Dr. Sarita Rao. Our program focuses on behavioral health issues like depression, dependence on drugs and alcohol, anger management, stress, and other challenges. From ADHD to bipolar disorder, we'll want to hear from you with questions and experiences to share. That's Mental Health with Dr. Sarita Rao, live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Find out more. You don't need to deal with this alone. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Caring for someone with autism can be full of challenges and triumphs. Wherever you are on your autism journey, we all benefit from good information and guidance. Join host Rob Haupt every week for a friendly show that will leave you inspired and informed. Tune in to Autism Spectrum Radio. Our guests include parents, advocates, and experts to discuss current experiences, treatments, and breakthroughs for those living with autism. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. This is Be Fit for Life. So when we left, we started to talk about our internal motivation. And we were going to fill out this three-step sheet. So your first, step one, define your internal motivation, is to write down all the pain you associate with your current situation. And so if you're listening to this for the first time, hit pause right now to write down a few of these pains that you, that you associate with. And then when you're ready, hit continue. But examples we talked about, it could, some of the things you could wrote down, none of my clothes fit, I have no energy, my blood pressure is higher, I can't sit comfortably in a chair, I feel embarrassed to wear a bathing suit, I can't play with my kids or my grandkids without getting winded, I feel like a failure, I've become diabetic, I'm at risk of heart disease, and heart disease runs in my family. I can't swing a golf club or a baseball bat without pain anymore. All these, is it answering these questions when you fill this out? Does it make you mad? Does it make you sad? Does it make you want to cry? Does it make you want to just ignore it and run away from the whole thing completely? Of course, it probably does. This step isn't fun at all. 
but it is important to identify the pain that we feel in this situation that we are in right now so that we can get out of it and we can get to a much more pleasurable state. Think about this. Whenever you break a bone, when you go to the emergency room and you want to get a cast and you get pain medicine so it will heal because none of us wants to remain in that pain. That's what this step is going to do. So now let's go to step two. Right, now you're going to write down all the pleasure you associate with achieving your goals. This is much easier than step one. So for example, I will be able to wear whatever I want. I will look good in whatever I want. My energy will improve. My blood pressure will drop back to a safe level. I'll be more productive at work. I'll be more self-confident. I'll have enough energy to play with my kids or my grandkids. I'll feel like I'm young again. I will be able to be active and not feel pain. I will feel like I'm living my life again. I will get my family involved so we can all get healthy together. These are some examples of what you could, what you could write on this. So if you're listening to this for the first time, then hit pause right now and take the time to fill these out. So write down all the pleasure you associate with, the, with achieving your goals. This is much more fun than writing down your pain. So have fun with it and write down everything. Okay. The third step of this is just to read this list every morning for a month. I want you to try to read. I don't want you to try. I want you to do it. Read this list every morning for a month. This will help keep you on track with reaching your goals. Then after a month, I mean, this is going to start to, it's going to keep you on track, but it's going to work in your subconscious. And it's just going to be easier and easier every time you reach an obstacle to overcome it. It's not even going to phase you after a while. After a month, you can put this somewhere where you can see it. So every time you need a reminder of why you do the things you do, of why you're making the sacrifices you're making, why you get up at, for your morning runs, or why you go to the gym when you don't feel like it, or why when the people around you are having appetizers and having multiple drinks and you're being good and you're not. Why are you making these sacrifices? This is the reason. So keep this around. Don't ever get rid of this. It's your constant reminder, and it's the key to your success. Okay, now the next thing we're going to do on the way to your goal, no matter how well you set yourself up, you find your internal motivation and you set your goals, there's, you're going to hit plateaus along the way. There's always going to be things that, break, that make things tougher. You're going to have sticking points. And so we're going to talk now about breaking through plateaus when they come up. I have a story. There's, I worked for a company for four years as a trainer before I went on my own about four years ago. I've had my own business for about four years now. When I worked for a company, there was a client I trained for a long time, and with, I mean, she really made lifestyle changes, and she lost a good 20, 30 pounds with me, and she had to move away, and so we weren't able to train together anymore. And when she left, I hadn't seen her for a while, and I ended up leaving 24 and went and, went and found, started my own business. She contacted me later, and she's back in town, and she said, since I saw her last, it had been about a year, she'd lost another 60 pounds. And so that was great. But, I mean, she wasn't quite to her goal yet. And her weight loss had been at a standstill for a couple months now. And she was just getting really frustrated. And she didn't understand what she was doing wrong. She was being more and more strict. She was killing herself with her workouts. And she just wasn't getting any results. So I had her make some changes. And about a couple weeks later... She got a hold of me, and she was really happy. She said that what I told her to do changed everything, and it was actually 
over Thanksgiving, there's those, but over four weeks, she lost seven pounds, and Thanksgiving was one of those weeks. And so it was great. But all I did was I just had her change a few things. See, whenever you hit a plateau in your weight loss plan, it's usually due to one of the following things. First, you're underestimating how many calories you're eating. And this is what majority of us do. And so if this is the problem, uh, you can... You know, try to keep a little better track. Log your food, for one. That's the first step. Log your food so you know how much you're eating. Measure your portions out better. If you're not measuring your portions and you eat when you're hungry, you're always getting more than you think. But this is normally the, the first cause of it, that you're underestimating how many, how many calories you're eating. The second th- problem could be that you're overestimating how many calories you're burning, meaning you're not burning near as many calories as you think you are. And so maybe it's that the workout's gotten too easy for you, or maybe you're doing a little more talking than working out. You're not working quite hard enough. One of those things. Maybe you're not working out quite as much as you used to be. Or sometimes it could be just a change in a profession. Maybe you went from having a job where you're on your feet all the time to all of a sudden having a job where you're setting all the time. That can make a huge difference in how many calories you burn. So let's think of what has changed lately. What has changed all of a sudden when you stopped getting results? What was the, cha- the biggest changes that happened? And that could give you your answer right there. And the third, if, if it's not that you're underestimating how many calories you're eating, you're not overestimating how many calories you're burning, and it could be that your body's just adapted to what you're doing. And this happens a lot. And so I, I was pretty sure right away I knew this was my friend's problem because when she was really on it, when I trained her before, she was always very on it with their workouts and she was very good with her with her diet and her meal plan she was always ate really really healthy and so i was pretty sure this was a problem but we are creatures of habit and so we fall into this of doing the same routine all the time when i used to work for a company and it was a big gym with a lot of members and i could tell you after a while i would be able to tell you at 11 o'clock who was going to be on this elliptical who was going to be next to them what show they were watching, who was going to be behind them on the treadmill, who was going to be on the Stairmaster across, across the gym, in what show they'd be watching. We are creatures of habit. And so it just we become predictable. And after a while, your body just adapts to what you're doing. And so what I mean by that is we, we just can't do the exact same thing. And so to avoid hitting plateaus on a way to achieving your fitness goals, you, there's, a pro, there's a plan that I like to have people follow. And this comes from my NASM certification. Uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine, the FIT principle, the FIT, F-I-T-T, stands for Frequency, Intensity, Type, Time. And so basically, say what most people do wrong is they fall into the same habit of doing the exact same thing. So maybe Paul comes in Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, and he always does 30 minutes on level five with an incline of three on the elliptical. Exact same every time. Or maybe Sarah comes in and she runs two miles. She runs two miles, and then she does a Stairmaster for 15 minutes, and then she goes to her spin class. And she, maybe that's a lot of work, but maybe that's what she does, and that's exact same every time. Same everything. Everything about it is the exact same. Or maybe it's not even, maybe it's just running. When I was in college, I ran all the time. And so, which by the way is shocking to me why running is so hard now, because I ran all the time when I was younger, when I was in college. But, I ran the same route so much that my dog, who was my running partner, knew exactly where to go. 
normally when you run with the dog, you have to really train the dog to be a good running partner. And, after, and for every turn, you're kind of pulling the leash for a few steps before it gets going again. The dog knew exactly where we were going. It led the whole way until about halfway through when he got tired and, then I, and I kind of was running right beside him. But he knew every turn we were going to make, everything. And what, about what time we were getting ready to go, he'd be watching me. He'd, you know, we, my, when I went and got the leash or I started stretching, he knew what that meant. He just, I was just, I was predictable because it was the same every single time. And that's the way my body got used to it and I stopped getting results. And so here's how you change things. Frequency, so change, frequency means how often you do it. So if you do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, maybe add another day or just change the day you do it. If you always do it in the morning, maybe try to do it in the evening or try to, try to change it up a little bit intensity so that could be you can change the intensity a lot of ways you can change the level you can change the speed you can change the incline basically every couple weeks we want to try to change something from this fit principle so we make sure we keep getting results frequency intensity the next one is type so if you're always doing the same machine then just try a different machine that's an easy fix just get off the treadmill go to a bike if you set all day at work you should never be on a bike by any means by just some, just so you know, unless it's a spin class and that's just a couple of the cardio things you do and you do other stuff during the week. But if you set all day long at work, you've been setting all day. So don't go and do the bike for your cardio. Get on a different machine or do the elliptical or be on the treadmill or the Stairmaster, something different so, so your body sees a change. And all this stuff is just this monstrous thing we have to do. It doesn't have to be. Find something you like to do and make that, that your cardio or your workout. The other one is time. So if you're always doing three days or 30 minutes, then maybe add a little bit more time. Or if you're always doing, if you're doing every day of the week and you're making it really hard, maybe change it a little bit and have a couple days a week where you raise the intensity and it's for less time. And then a couple days a week where it's less intensity and you go longer. That's a good way to do it. So a lot of times if you're training for a race, if you were to get a training run regimen made for you, that's the way they break it up. Maybe a couple days a week, it'll be interval training. And so it's, you know, it's a fast pace, slow pace, fast pace, slow pace. Or maybe it's, and then a couple days a week, maybe it's a really long run. A couple days a week, it's just sprints. And so it's always different that way. And your body won't adapt and you'll keep getting results. But my friend, her name was Amanda. When she talked to me, that's pretty much the changes I had her make. That's, that's the only thing I had her do. I just completely changed what she was doing. I mean, the food, the way she was eating and everything was fine. And there hadn't been any changes in her, in her life, really. Everything was fine. All I did was I just completely changed her workout, and I completely changed her cardio. And, all, and right off the bat, she started getting results again. So that's all it is to be. So right now, if you are one of those people who are you're not getting results anymore and you just can't understand why, take a look at what you've been doing. Have you been doing the same thing over and over again? If you, if you have... How can you change it? So frequency, intensity, type, time. Every couple weeks, especially your car, start with your cardio. Start changing it every couple weeks. And if you're not getting stronger in your workout, start changing it every couple weeks. On that note, we're going to take a, one more quick commercial break. And we'll be right back in a second. Thanks for listening. This is Be Fit for Life. We'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. 
We proudly support the March of Dimes work in reducing premature births. Almost half a million babies are born too soon in the United States. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and life-saving programs to help moms in our communities have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us during Prematurity Awareness Month in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Get ahead in business and life. Read Getting It Done, 1,000 of the Best-Kept Secrets for Success in Business and Life by John Capozzi. Learn how John, a successful Connecticut businessman, obtained 13 corporate promotions in 13 years. This book makes a fantastic gift for anyone who wants to get ahead in business. Voice America will donate a portion of every copy sold to the USO. Visit gettingitdone.com and enter promo code VA1234 at checkout to get a 10% discount. That's gettingitdone.com, promo code VA1234 for a 10% discount today. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness.com at gmail.com that's chad austin fitness at gmail.com now back to be fit for life welcome back everybody this is chad austin welcome back to be fit for life uh we just got done talking about breaking through plateaus and that it was the fit principle frequency intensity type time basically saying if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again change it up Change what you're doing. Change the change days you're doing it. Change the intensity. Change the level. Change the speed. Go from going on a long run to intervals, whatever it is. You may not be getting results anymore because your body's adapting, and your workout's probably starting to get boring, too. So changing things up may really jumpstart your progress. And so it's something to think about. Um, the other thing we're going to talk about now, we talked about finding your internal motivation. We talked about setting good goals. And we talked about breaking through plateaus. There will be times when your motivation isn't always at a, as a high. We talked about earlier. There's always going to be two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. It's never going to be, you're not going to be at the top of your game all the time. So there will be days when it's harder to find motivation. And so that's one thing I'm going to give us a few tips on here to end the show with. And that's how to get your motivation in. This is an article I wrote before for a magazine that was get your workout in no matter what so when your workout when your motivation your workout motivation is at a low how you can still keep going and so there's a few tips here some of them you may have heard from me in the past shows but some of but if you're a new person you get to hear it for the first time the first one is schedule your workouts in your calendar so this is the biggest thing we already do already do if we're busy we're going to put off our workouts till later, especially if we're not in workout zone. And so when you have a busy week 
and you're already not in a workout zone, you're already tired of working out, it's going to be harder. So make sure at the beginning of the week, schedule in your workouts in your calendar. When are you going to do them? Otherwise, you're going to wait till Thursday, and then you're going to start thinking about getting your workouts in, and, well, it's too late. You already blew it. Now you're only going to get about half your workouts in. So schedule them out at the beginning. That way you're taking away that excuse that you don't have time to do it because you scheduled time to do it. The second one is to take action to prevent excuses you know you're going to make. This is the one that's helped me out a lot because I know the excuses I'm going to make. I'm a, I'm a morning person for my workouts. I much rather would work out in the morning or the late morning, early afternoon. If I have a busy day and I have to get my workout in after work, but don't have another time to do it, I know it's going to be rough. My energy is lower then, especially if I'm working out by myself. And so I need to do everything I can to prevent me coming up with any excuse to skip going to the gym. And, so, and I know I'm not the only one here, but here's what I do. I will make sure my I will make sure I do everything, make sure I have everything with me. So I don't want to I want to be able to go straight from work to the gym. Or if I'm working out, normally a lot of times I work out in the in the evening, I will go instead of working out at the studio, I'll go to the gym, to a different gym. And so I want to make sure my bag and everything is with me. I don't want to have to take a trip home. Because if I step inside my house, the chances are I'm going to sit down on the couch and I'm not going to go to the gym. So I want to make sure that I have everything with me I need. So I just go straight from work to the gym. Make sure I have all my clothes. Make sure I have my MP3 player, my iPod, whatever. Make sure I have, make sure it's charged up. Because that'd be an excuse I'd use. If it wasn't charged up, I'd have a tough time working out without music. Make sure I have my weightlifting gloves. Make sure I have you know every, everything I need. My heart rate monitor. Make sure I have everything so I don't have any excuse not to go. So I can go straight there first, and then after I'm done working out, come home. Another tip is to map it out. When I have downtime before my workout, a lot, a lot of times I like to write out my exercise or what I'm going to do, uh, just like I would for a client. And for me, writing out my workout and writing out what I'm going to do, it's almost like I made a commitment. And it will give me a little bit of excitement for my workout because I know I just created a challenge for myself. And so it helped me bring me to a little bit of focus to do it. And so this is one thing you can do where you can save some of your workouts you get from your trainer and, or some, print off some that you see from a site online and take that with you. And so knowing that you have that challenge mapped out for you can give you a little bit of motivation to get it done. The next tip is to mentally prepare. When desire is lacking, take a second to remind yourself what your current goals are. When I don't feel like working out, sometimes I'll tell myself, if I decide to just get my workout, then that basically means I don't care about accomplishing my fitness goals. So my goals are always important to me. If I say something like that to myself, it'll light a fire in me and I'll make sure I get going. Another thing you can do is to watch clips on YouTube. Uh, on my YouTube channel, it's on the right-hand corner of my page, there's a link to go to Chad Austin Fitness on YouTube. And I shared with you earlier in the show my Overcoming Obstacles playlist. There's another one. That one's, that one's pretty motivating, but there's another playlist I made that's just full of things, and the title is just Motivation. So it's tons of things that motivate me, and it's, just, it's, it's public. Can, anyone can look at, it, at that playlist. But it has stuff from, mo- from motivational movies I love, sports movies I love, like Rocky and the Miracle Speech, the uh, Friday Night Lights speech, the Any Given Sunday speech, the, you know, any, any, any great speakers that I like are on there, inspirational movies are on there, uh, anything that motivates me, inspirational stories, uh, then I save it and put on there. And so when I, I'm lacking some motivation, that's a good way to, thing to look at and it'll give me a little jump start. Or also just watching an inspirational movie or going to a seminar. Like a couple weekends ago when I went to Sean Intervention, that was a 
a chance for me to get some inspiration and that definitely built my motivation up to work out for a while after I got done with that. And the next tip I call refuse to snooze. When your workout is in the morning, don't sleep in. Too much sleep just cuts into your workout time and will result in you skipping your workout completely. So when I work out as early, the one thing I do is I make sure my bag is already ready, packed the night, the night before. I'll have my workout clothes packed or workout clothes laid out so I can just get up and get dressed or sometimes I'll even sleep in my workout clothes. And that way I can just get up and go. And so there's no excuse to, to make. Another tip is one thing I use. I, use, I like to use what I call the 10-minute rule. So when you're not feeling like working out, tell yourself you just have to do something for 10 minutes. And once you get going, you'll usually feel like doing a lot more than that. But if you're still not feeling it, then at least you got 10 minutes in. But more times than not, if you just get started, just tell yourself, I have to do 10 minutes. And that's a 10-minute rule. I use this for everything, whether it be my workout or just work I need to get done. And it helps, all, it helps me be more productive. Just, you have to do 10 minutes. Make it the 10-minute rule. Try that out and tell me what you think. I, it works for me very well. Find a workout partner or hire a trainer. So whether you hire a trainer or not, having a workout partner, working out with a buddy, it's like you have an appointment. And so that's definitely going to raise your motivation to go and get it done. And then another tip that helps me is to make a new playlist. Music is a big part of my workouts. I have to have good music, and that really makes a big difference in the energy of my workouts. And if I've been listening to the same thing for too long, then I'm not going to have quite the motivation for my workout. So make it, but make it a new playlist. If I make a new playlist and there's all new songs on there I like, then that'll actually raise my motivation. It'll make me look forward to going to work out probably. Um, other things are just to mix it up and try something new. And so a lot of times if you are changing your workouts, if you're trying to break through a plateau and you're, you're going to use the fit principle and change things up, you're probably going to raise your motivation a little bit up too because you're getting ready to try a whole new workout. So you don't have to be ready to break through a plateau to do that. Just if you're getting bored with what you're doing, then change it up. Find something new to do that you like doing, and that'll probably boost your motivation quite a bit. Okay, well, for your mo- homework for this week, there's a couple of things you have to do. First, is to go, if you didn't, go back and read that article from Success Magazine about unleashing your energy to reach the finish line at the beginning of your goal rather than at the end. And also to print off the document from my Facebook page about setting yourself up for success, finding your internal motivation. Make sure you follow through with that process. My clients that do this get so much more results than the other ones. Take this seriously. When the going gets tough, you have to know what it is that's pushing you. You have to know why you're making the sacrifices you do. And so you have to know, you have to take the time to identify the pain with the situation you're in. Just think of this: if you're until you're ready to make changes more than you don't want to make, then you don't want anything to change. You're not going to get results. That's a Jillian Michaels one, but I love it. Until you want things to change more than you don't want to change things, you won't get results. So write down all the pain you feel, and make sure you write down the pleasure you feel with reaching your goals, and put that somewhere where you're going to see it all the time. And don't just try to do it; do it. Read it every morning. Wake up every morning until you remind yourself and you set yourself up for success. And you're gonna, it'll be a big difference in how fast you reach your goal and how long you can stay. You can make this a lifestyle change instead of just a temporary thing you're doing. Well, have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Be Fit for Life. Next week, I have a great guest on the show from the Fit Club Network. The Fit Club Network is Beachbody coaches. They're diamond coaches, and they are basically 
Their website is awesome. If you are insanity, if you do insanity work, P90X work, they're going to break down and give you tips of how to make the workout better, tips to how to how to eat better with the diet they give you. Most insanity P90X, they just give you a booklet. They don't tell you what you can and can't do. So this is it'll be a great guest. I'm looking forward to having them on next week. But have a great week. I will see you then. You've been listening to Be Fit for Life. Thanks again for tuning us in. Please join Chad Austin next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Be Fit for Life on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, have fun, get active, and be fit. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.